Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, a resilience podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome, like anxiety, obesity, health, and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. On this week's episode, I wanted to provide a bit of an update. I thought we have had so many amazing interviews in the last few weeks, and I thought it would be fun to just kind of catch up on where some current projects are in my life, and then also reflect upon some of the recent interviews. So the first one I wanted to just touch on was last week's interview with Devorah Goldblatt. She mentioned a number of holistic techniques for um, overcoming, that was focused on teens, but for overcoming anxiety and depression using holistic methods. And I thought she had a lot of great ideas. And one of them she talked about was faster EFT. So I did go and check out some of her videos that she has on her website, www.devoragoldblatt.com. And one that I tried was faster EFT. And I have to say it does, I took a part of my day where I was feeling very stressed, I was feeling a lot of things, had the thought of, hey, I should check out Faster EFT. And I did the video as she instructed. And honestly, I found it to be really helpful. So I know, I'm sure a number of you really enjoyed the episode with Devorah Goldblatt last week. And I think you should absolutely check out some of her resources that she has on her website And if you want to find out more about what I'm talking about, Faster EFT, you can listen to last week's episode 73, Holistic Mental Health Practices for Teens with Devorah Goldblatt, and check that out there. The next thing I thought I would give an update on is my health. I talk a lot about the health of my children on the show and a little bit about some of the things that I'm doing. So One of the things that I have decided over the last few months was that I was not, I think because of the pandemic and so much else going on in my mind, not really focusing on my own health. And for the past few years, uh, I had had a real focus maybe about seven years ago kind of thing on my health. I had worked with a trainer, um, a naturopath, and really felt like I was feeling optimal And then I've been doing those things for the last few years as well, but I just started to notice that everything kind of kept slip, slip, slipping. And I just started to feel as I rounded turning 40 in the new, uh, right before the new year, that I was feeling not my best. So I decided kind of early spring that I wanted to find a new naturopath because I had moved. I'm not um, close to the one that I was going to before and really dive into some of my own health issues. And so I did find a naturopath that is close by. One of the things I was particularly wanting to focus on was hormones. I've heard so much about as we get older, needing to look into our hormones and that that can be a huge reason why we feel off. I mean, I felt like I was exercising a ton. You know, I was having maybe more treats than I typically would, but then I was gaining a lot of weight. And I know that because weight should not be our sole focus and 
I felt like I was eating more, so gaining some weight was okay, but it seemed like more than that. I felt really bloated um, and like I was gaining more weight than I really felt like I should have given the amount that I was also exercising and that I still eat a fairly, you know, healthy diet. So I thought of looking into hormones and that was what I looked for when I was seeking a new naturopath, specifically focusing on that piece. And we had kind of an intro conversation where I sort of gave her my health history. You know, I talked a lot about my struggles with anxiety and then that's something that I like to use natural remedies for. Um, I also talked to her just, you know, about lifestyle and things like that. I told her how I've cut back caffeine and then um, I've also cut out alcohol since um, kind of the mid-spring. So I really was also focusing on, you know, some suggestions for getting into my best sleep as well because I felt like giving up caffeine, giving up alcohol were both great um, steps in the right direction in terms of getting to my best sleep, which I know also really gets us feeling well. But I wasn't quite there yet. So once we did that um, kind of quick overview call, we then had, I decided I wanted to proceed with her. So we then had a really uh, deep dive call where that was like over 90 minutes going over my full health history, going over uh, you know everything that I'm concerned about, everything that's going on. And from there, we decided to proceed with a few things. So one thing that she recommended straight away was increasing the magnesium that I take. Um, She felt that that would be really good, not only for my digestion, but also for um, just, you know, overall body. So that was something that I started straight away. The other thing that she recommended was a few things around sleep. One was getting blackout blinds, which I haven't done yet, but she was saying that um, we really need dark when we want to sleep. And so I thought that was a really interesting recommendation. Um, Another thing that she was concerned about is that maybe some of my sleep disruption, which was a lot of waking up around two, three in the morning and not being able to sleep. She said it could be a sugar crash at night. So she recommended two small palms of pumpkin seeds, Um, not salted, but just they could be raw, dry roasted uh, before bed to kind of help stabilize my blood sugar. So again, that was something I started to do right away. She also recommended some essential oils on my pillow, which I, you know, if you've heard me talk on the podcast, love essential oils. So she suggested either like a lavender or a lavender blend. And so I have been using doTERRA Serenity and every night when I get into bed, I put a couple drops on my pillow. And I have got to say the last few months, I have been getting some sweet sleep. So doing this kind of religiously on a nightly basis as she's recommended and it has really been paying off. So that's kind of why I haven't done the blackout blinds because I started to find a difference with some of the other things that I was using straight away. So 
Um, I thought that was some great advice. But then we also started to take a longer approach as well. So we talked through getting some blood work done, which again, I haven't had done through a naturopath before, but I really felt like this was the time to do it because I knew something was just off. And so we did blood work um, around hormones as well as um, different vitamin levels. Like we looked at vitamin D levels, we looked at iron, we looked at... um, anti-inflammatory or inflammatory markers, um, trying to, you know, see if there could possibly be Hashimoto's. Uh, We also looked at um, like T3, T4, some different things around the thyroid, and then uh, cortisol and estrogen and progesterone. So a whole bunch of things that, um, again, I'm not a medical doctor, not a naturopath, but this was kind of what she Um, who the professional I was working with wanted to look for. So I felt like that was worth it for me. Um, Of course, in Ontario, when you get blood work done, not through your own medical doctor, if it's through a naturopath, we have to pay out of pocket. So it was a few hundred dollars, but I felt like it was worth it for me to kind of dig into this a little bit more because I could just feel that I wasn't functioning at my optimal amount. And, you know, if you're feeling that way, it really trickles on. It means that you don't have the energy to do some of the things maybe at the end of the day or throughout your day that are above and beyond. And a lot of times it's those things that we really live for. Um, I also was feeling it in workouts and even in terms of my eating choices. I just wasn't feeling as motivated. I wasn't feeling as energetic. And um, even though, like I said, I was working out and stuff, I just felt like my heart wasn't in it. I just didn't feel myself. So we did do that blood work. And once the results came in, It was interesting because I asked if I could see the results before I met with my naturopath um, because I couldn't get an appointment for a couple of weeks. And so when I looked through the results, I was able to get like an electronic copy. I kind of quickly scanned, scanned, scanned. I'm like, oh my gosh, how, how are things? And everything looked fine to me. I was looking through it and looking at all of the kind of normal ranges that they post along the side of your blood work. And I thought, oh, everything looks fine. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I was wrong. Like, I, it must be something else that's going on. I'm not sure what, but I guess all of this was fine. And some of the things that I was feeling don't seem to add up to any of these issues. So kind of felt like back to the drawing board to figure out how to start optimizing my energy and and stuff like that again. And then I also kind of felt like, well, I don't know if there's any point meeting with the naturopath, but I wanted to go ahead because, you know, she had said this would be our first step. And then depending on what we find, we would go from there. So my appointment came in a couple of weeks and when I met with the naturopath, her take was totally different. 
So she had some different calculations that she liked to do in terms of bringing the numbers together, um, especially around the thyroid. Um, and so there were a number of things that she felt weren't optimal. So she said that, you know, even though it was maybe within range, the range that she likes to see is something else, which again, I couldn't tell that at all from the blood work that maybe the range that the naturopath feels is um, kind of where you feel your best is not the same as what's on the paper from the lab. So there were a few things that she zeroed in on. One was iron not being optimal. And it's interesting because I've had my iron taken so many times with pregnancy and things like that, and it was always fine, you know, within range. But she said she would like to see it higher. So we're starting with an iron supplement. Um, Another thing is that she talked a lot about estrogen dominance and that it seemed that my estrogen was high. Um... Now, she also said that there was a bit of an issue with my cortisol, that she felt like it was actually kind of low in the morning. Um, And so that was something that we would want to bring up. So bringing down the estrogen, um, bringing up the iron, kind of getting the cortisol to be a little bit higher in the morning. She felt like there was an overall cortisol burden on my body. And and I think that kind of links with anxiety. Um, And then she said my T3 and T4 ratio was trending low. So there was like I said, a lot of good. There was a lot of things that looked great. Um, You know, my sugar looked great as well as I didn't have Hashimoto's. Um, My rheumatoid was good, so no sign of arthritis. But there were a few things that she felt were not optimal. So I thought that was really interesting. I kind of got off this appointment with her and was like, what? Wow, I was so wrong in looking at those myself. And it was really humbling, I would say. And also, um, it really made me think that, you know, had I done this work possibly through another doctor who was looking at the ranges differently, I maybe wouldn't have gotten some of this advice. And that, you know, I kind of sat with that for a little while, just thinking about how different, um, different practitioners can read things. So what did we do? We started to go through what supplements could possibly help. And so one of them was to start with an iron supplement. And then also she recommended a supplement or like natural health product that can help to clear excess estrogen. So I've started taking that. Um, also we added in adaptogen, an adaptogen rhodiola that's also mixed with ginseng. And so that's going to help me get a little bit of, um, kind of like stable energy in the morning. So again, I talked to her about the fact that I had given up caffeine and she said, no, you absolutely do not want to be using caffeine. That would be way too taxing on my body. Um, just because Looking at this, she could see that my stress levels, I think, were high and I was reporting that they're high. 
Again, likely um, things like the pandemic just kind of taking its toll, having gone on so long. So it was really interesting um, to then hear that, that I was at least on the right track with taking out caffeine. Um, So yes, we've added in rhodiola and ginseng and as well as a blend of natural herbs that help to eliminate excess estrogen. Um... And she said that my ratio of progesterone to estrogen was off. And so that was, again, it didn't seem like it when you looked at just the levels that were reported, but when she worked out the ratio, it was not where it should be and that that's how she knew I was estrogen dominant. So um, she said that this new regime wouldn't like make me lose weight, but it would help me kind of to moderate my weight and also she said lose bloating. And that is something that I felt like I've just kind of felt like, oh, I just really seem puffy. Like my fingers, like my face, I just have been feeling um, that myself and I couldn't really put my finger on it. So it was so interesting to hear these results. She, like I said, felt really good about my insulin. Um, and then she wanted me to continue on the magnesium. I've also been doing another thing for my digestion where I take about a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar, um, and then dilute it in like a small, either medicine cup or a shot glass kind of thing. And then I take that right before my meal to help with my digestion. So that is something else that I'm continuing to do. So then we've also added in some vitamin D just because my vitamin D levels are low and living in Canada, I think that happens to so many of us um, that we don't quite get all the vitamin D that can make us feel good. So I've been working my way through this new regime And I will say that one of the things that is so challenging in working with um, some of the natural solutions to things is that it's not a quick fix. You know, I'm keeping with my pumpkin seeds and doing all of these supplements, but, you know, even some of them, she said, I might see a difference in three months. Other ones, it could be six to nine months. It's not something that is going to change right away. And I keep telling myself because I keep having those moments of frustration thinking, I'm doing so much and I'm still not feeling better. But it took me a while to get to this depleted feeling. You know, it's taken me, I would say, for sure the last year and a half. And if I'm being honest, I was really run down before the pandemic came as well. And so I feel that this has kind of been a slow, slow decline over the last few years and that it's going to take me some time to kind of build myself back up and get there and that I just need to give it time and, you know, stick with with all of these great recommendations. So... One of the other things that um, she asked me to do was to keep a food diary for a few weeks. And so overall, like I said, I eat fairly healthy. So she felt that um, things were pretty good. But she actually thought that I maybe wasn't eating enough carbohydrates, um, which has been something that I've really struggled with because back when I went to a fitness trainer 
Um, after my daughter was born, you know, carbs were something we just kept taking, taking, taking away. It was like I didn't, I never ate them at dinner, and then I they were at lunch, and then they were gone from lunch, and then fruit was gone from lunch, and then it was like I only had them at breakfast, and then I tried taking them away there too. So. Um, I, I totally agree. And so she asked me to start trying to add in like maybe a little bit of quinoa if I was having a lunchtime salad, just adding a little bit into the salad and things like that. I'm trying. I'm not always perfect at it. Sometimes I will add a fruit instead um, and then other times you know, I, I just kind of play around with it right now. But again, I really struggle because I do find that carbohydrates make my weight go up as well. So, you know, it's something I'm trying to be mindful of. And, um, but also trying to, you know, lean towards that intuitive eating with the fact that I know I'm not feeling great. So I do know that my diet probably needs to shift as well and focus on getting me back to that energy because the reality is if you don't have the energy to be working out, um, it is really that much harder to get yourself there. So she had a few other ideas, possibly like a snack. She said maybe like an almond butter and a rice cake, something like that because I am gluten-free and dairy-free. So sometimes adding in um, different foods can, can be really challenging as well. So overall, I was really happy with my appointment. I felt like there were so many great recommendations. The last one was kind of a typical adding in like an omega-3 capsule as well. Um, actually like two of them per day. And that, that I've been kind of on and off for many years just because it's so helpful um, especially for my psoriasis and my skin. So a lot of, like I said, our focus was on balancing hormones, uh, helping my digestion, overall helping my mood and my energy, um, and, and going from there. So I just wanted to share this to kind of share where I'm at, that this is always something that you know, you need to be constantly checking in on. I find I think that I'm on the right track and then sometimes I end up not feeling well and then I'm not sure. And, you know, even now, like last week I had a situation where I woke up in the morning and I got up really quickly and I, I fainted and I thought, oh my gosh, I don't know why this happened and I was fine but um again like I'm going back to the naturopath just to make sure that there isn't anything that I'm doing that could have caused that and and sort of keep investigating because I know that as parents we can often leave ourselves and especially if there are any pandas pans parents like we spend so much time and energy um, on our children's health and sometimes when you've got a million appointments for your kids you know my daughter also has food allergies so we're in the midst of scheduling some retests for her and and you just you're hopping all over the place you've got dentist appointments you know sports are starting to pick back up and all of a sudden you're thinking well I don't have time to go look into whatever it is for me too and 
you know, you've really, you got to take that time or at least keep it on your radar that you need to get there. And like I said, I wasn't perfect. It took me a lot longer to get here than it probably should have in terms of checking in on my more, on my health as well. And it's a work in progress. It's not something that is just going to change overnight. And I know that. So as I'm starting to feel better, I'm thinking that I will also, you know, be thinking about tweaks to my fitness regime. Um, I've got a few ideas, you know, either maybe seeking out a trainer again to revitalize my current exercise routine um, or, you know, possibly looking at some new equipment or as gyms open up, maybe, maybe getting involved in a new gym because I do miss, uh, going to a gym and, and working out in that environment. So I just want to encourage if there are any others out there that are like me that have maybe let this slide in the last while that, this is something, your health is definitely something to keep on top of and to look into so that you'll have the energy to do all of the things that you actually want to do. So my plan will be to give another update in a couple of months and let you know how this plan has worked and you know what's shifted and, and how I'm feeling at that point. And I will get back to you then. So I hope you found this to be helpful. Obviously, this is not medical advice. This is sort of a reflection on some of the advice that I was given. But if it does motivate you to seek a professional, um, you know, if you're not feeling your best, hopefully that's the case. Um, Thanks for listening to this episode. And we'll be back next week with another great interview. And I hope you have a great week. I wrote a book. I'd love for you to check it out. Pendulum by S.E. German is available now. Pendulum is a heartwarming story that follows a young boy who experiences mental health challenges like anxiety, OCD and depression, ADHD and tics following an infection. It turns out he has a little known disorder called PANDAS. The book follows the young boy as he struggles with his health issues as well as regular middle grade issues and it can act as a wonderful catalyst between you and your children to talk about mental health issues and other things that are going on in their life. Pendulum is available online through Amazon Worldwide, Barnes & Noble, the Friesen Press Bookstore, and a number of other online retailers worldwide. And you can check out Chapter 1, the audio version of Pendulum for free on the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast in episode 64. I hope you enjoy Pendulum by S.E. German and let me know what you think. I'm excited to announce the launch of my author website, www.se-german.com. On this website, you can find out all the information about my publications, focused areas on my novel, Pendulum by S.E. German, where there are questions for parents as you work through the novel with your children, as well as teacher resources that can be used in the classroom. There's also information about the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast 
and recent press, please visit www.se-german.com. Thank you for listening to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. Please keep in mind this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. If you are looking for that advice, please seek that out from a professional. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can visit my blog, www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com, or follow me online at Sarah Lady Gluten on Instagram, S A R A L A D Y G L U T E N, or the Facebook page, Sarah Lady Gluten. If you do like the podcast, please consider subscribing so that you will get the podcast update every week and or reviewing the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Thanks again and have a great week.